if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hire this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to MarcellaAlonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Sunday Funday with Marcella Alonzo. Today I work, welcome Celia Conteres. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, sweetheart, for coming on. Um, I chased, I chased you down when the moment I saw you, I was crying when I saw your amazing Kill Tony, um, performance and, uh, I, I, you, you did an excellent job. I watched the first time you were on there when Ty Rivera was on and I saw that dark humor and it was good, but you nailed it the second time. And it was just such a beautiful performance. And then I was very, very proud as a fellow Latina. I'm like, you just represented us so well. Um, I'm so like you, that was just absolutely beautiful and amazing. The job you did with your dark humor and all, everything, the way you delivered, but I brought you on today because I really want to know about you. Um, so please tell my audience um, a little bit where you're from, growing up, and what got you your early, um, the, the people you enjoyed that inspired you to do comedy as you were a child and what brought you to comedy. I want to know. Okay. Well, I grew up in a log cabin. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I grew up in a trailer. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad loves stand-up comedy. Like, he loved it. And he really loved British comedy. Like, Monty Python, Benny Hill, all that. But, like, the rest of my family, they didn't enjoy it from time to time. But, like, me and my dad's thing was stand-up comedy and Walker, Texas Ranger. That was our us time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, now uh, one day, like, the, like, one I remember the most was... We watched George Lopez, Why Are You Crying? And, like, the night before, we didn't have a great night. Uh, my dad gets mean when he drinks. And he he drank a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, my brother's head may have gone through the drywall. <laughs> and then fallen down the stairs. Uh, but, like, if the cops were called, it was a whole thing. But then my dad went to Hollywood Video, like, after he got out of jail. And... He was like, hey, I got this, and he pops it in. And we all just sit there, and we start laughing because the dude's talking about, like, everything we went through. And, like, all of us are laughing. And, like, when he's talking about going to Disneyland, because my dad, when we were at Disneyland, we were there for 20 minutes. It started to rain, and he's like, oh, looks like we can't go on any rides. Let's go. By the time we got out to the parking lot, it had already stopped sprinkling, too. But he's like, eh, we're already here. And me and my brother were like, Disneyland. It's like, we can go to the park. But like everything he said and like 
shit being your fault. I need to rewatch that special, actually. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I absolutely loved it. And then, like, we watched the Latin Kings of Comedy together, uh, the original Kings of Comedy. Uh, the only comedy special that my uh, mom and sister and brother all liked was the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Mm-hmm. And, like, I liked it, too. But I'm just sitting there. It's like, okay. Um, but, like, I was always watching either cartoons or the Comedy Central Network mm-hmm. back when they had a whole bunch of specials and stuff on it. And, yeah. I did tell my mom I wanted to do it. She said, like, women aren't funny. Which was weird from her because she was like probably one of the funniest people I've ever met. And like, that's part of the reason my dad liked her. Oh, because <laughs> like, he said that it's all like your mom makes me laugh. And then like she made everybody laugh and she also said crazy shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, trying to think of an example. Uh, uh, she didn't have a filter. She didn't have a filter. <laughs> For the most part. Unless, like, this is weird, unless she was around white people. <laughs> like, like church people and stuff, she'd be right. like, okay, everybody behave. But, like, when she was around people who could take a joke, she would say the raunchiest stuff. And you're just sitting there, it's like, why would you say that? I remember, like, when I was 14, she offered to buy me a vibrator, and she's like, do you want me to get you a toy? And I'm like, what? And she's like, you know, a toy for you to have fun. I'm like, like, do you mean Legos? And she's like, no, like a buzz buzz. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. And she's like, do you want a vibrator? And I'm like, no, I have a bet. And she's like, okay, well, your sister's kind of a bitch. Maybe if you masturbate, you won't go down the same path. And she just kind of like walks off. So she said okay. that to you at 14? <laughs> she said a lot of inappropriate things. Uh, one time she came up to me and she's like, Celia, baby bear, Shelly, do you know what your father just said to me? He said the reason he cheats on me with all these skinny whores is because he likes their tiny tits. And they can fit in my mouth. And they can fit in his mouth. And mine are too big. And I'm just kind of sitting there coloring. And I'm like, okay. Like, it was a lot for a nine-year-old to process. Right. But, like, yeah. yeah. There's a... Looking back, probably some of the things she said around us, what, like... If I had kids, I probably wouldn't say some of the things she said. Right, right, right. Different so, era, like, I, different time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure my dad said crazy ass stuff too, but like he had a really thick accent. Mm. And we didn't speak Spanish that well because like he didn't want us to have an accent like him because he got made fun of for it. Mm-hmm. So, so what made me mad is whenever his family from Mexico would come, they they'd like talk to us in Spanish and they'd be like, why can't they speak Spanish? And my dad was all like, I don't know. And it's all like, Oh, they speak Spanish. They're just shy. And me and my brother are just like, what are they saying? But a, lo- yeah. a lot of, Sp- a lot of Spanish parents did that to their kids because they just wanted them to blend in better and not have a hard time. That's the unfortunate truth. Yeah. Unfortunate truth. And probably he wanted you know, he felt that was the best so you guys could blend in. So you grew up in uh, Arizona? You there? Oh, we lost Celia. Hello? 
Yeah, yeah, you, I can hear you now. Okay, that was weird. Like, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I think it's uh, probably, like, poor internet connection. And, uh, probably. So you, yeah, and now your camera's out. Um, so you grew up in um, Arizona? There you are. You're back again. I hear you. Yeah. Is there a storm in Arizona? Yeah, you grew up in Arizona. Um, yeah, Arizona. All right. And um, so um, when did you start? You said you started comedy about seven years ago. What? Tell us about the first time when you did start. Um, I was dragged kicking and screaming to my first mic by my friend Christina. <laughs> like I like kind of mentioned it at work when I was working at McDonald's and I was at McDonald's Grand Canyon at the time because my McDonald's like to pour me out to the different stores mm-hmm. for when corporate was coming to visit. But um, my friend, like I told two of my coworkers, it's like, Celia, you would be so good at it. You have the cadence for comedy. And they kept saying I had cadence. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, friend names like pops up. He's like, "Oh my god, you're so you're good at stand up." And then like the other friend was all like, "My friend actually runs a comedy open mic in Flagstaff." And I'm like, "There's a comedy open mic in Flagstaff." He's like, "Yeah, just specifically like all comics." I'm like, "What do you have to do to apply? Is there like a class or something?" He's like, "No, you just go and sign up." I'm like, "Huh, okay." Then I went back to like taking people's orders. <laughs> I told my friend Christina, and she gets like super and like. And she's all like always like high energy and like bouncy. Mm-hmm. But I tell her and she grabs my arm. And she's like, Oh my God, you'd be so good at it. When is it? When does it start? How long time? How much time do you have to prepare? And she's like, What day? And, she, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So like, I don't like research anything. She just calls me on a Tuesday mm-hmm. and says, Like, she calls me. It's like, Hey, Celia, the open mic starts at 6 30. It is. 6.05 now. I'm on my way to come pick you up. Don't run away. <laughs> Don't and run away. Like, yeah, she said that, and I'm like, okay, I won't. And then I started throwing everything in my bag so I could run away. Um, I was just going to run to the library, and I'm like, she'll never find me there. She would have, because she knows that's where it always was. But, um, yeah, so I get out of my house. I, like, turn, and I lock the door, and she has a Prius. Like she, and she like snuck around the corner, and oh, by the man. time I turn around, she's like sitting on the hood of her car. By the time I finish locking my door, <laughs> and they're and she's just sitting there with her little Starbucks coffee. And she's like, "I need to try and run." She's like, "Let's go!" And she jumps off the hood. Man, oh, she on. she did what I had to do to get this interview from you. Like <laughs> she had to pop up. I've been like, wait, yeah. <laughs> we get in the car and um like we're driving and she's like how are you feeling and i'm like i don't want to do this and she's like could you feel better if i bought you a shot and i'm like can i have two and she's like you can have as many as you'd like and like we get there and there's like i think signed up or i was the 12th person Mm -hmm. um Flagstaff is a very supportive place and there's not a lot of like everybody gets like 10 minute increments versus like five, three minute increments. Oh my gosh. For the first and if time, it's like only three minutes. comics, everybody gets 20. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a lot for, for open micers the first time. That's a, 
That's yeah, and like I didn't know, like I didn't know how any of it worked, but like I was freaking out because everybody had like jokes and stuff. And like Christine, she's like, "What are you gonna talk about?" And I'm like, "I guess I'm gonna talk about the time I lost my virginity." She's like, "That's a good story." And I'm like, "Okay." So I did that, and I don't think I did the whole ten minutes. I uh, just talked about that, and I'm like, "I'm gonna get off stage now." And I like everybody was laughing, and it was a packed room. There's like seventy people in there. Mm-hmm. But, like I got off stage, and everybody's like, "That was really your first time." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And everybody's like, "That was your first time." And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "You need to come back and do this again." And like, and the guy who runs it, his name was Davey Latour. Now uh, the flat stuff scene is run by my friend Erica Holler, mm-hmm. who she's she's really funny. Um. But uh, yeah, when he was running it, like he was good at like and like they came every week. Oh, you're breaking yeah. up again. You're breaking. You're breaking up, Celia. Um, you there? Can you can hear me? Okay. You there? Now your speakers off. Can, can you hear? I can hear you perfectly fine. Yes. Okay. Yes. There I don't know why, but it'll just like stop and say your mic is muted. Oh, okay. <laughs> is um is it raining over there? Because it's not um my internet's good. Is it, it like how's the it weather? It might be raining. Okay. I don't see rain, but I see clouds. Oh, okay. Oh. Maybe it's the weather over there in Austin. It so, could be also the internet in this building is just awful. Oh, okay. So now um what prompt you, how long was it till you moved to Austin and what prompt you to move to Austin? Um, like from the first night I did it, I'm just all like, I never want to stop doing this. And then like I kept doing it in Flagstaff uh-huh. and everybody always said I was funny and like the other comics would be sitting there and they're all like, oh, you're funny. You guys are funny too. Mm-hmm. But um, it's all like, I kind of want to do this for real. So I moved to Phoenix first. Well, actually, I moved to Tucson, but I had a psychotic manic episode. I have bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I thought I was Jesus in a killer whale. and was like, worked for like five days. Um, but like, I tried moving to Tucson first, and like, they just like pumped me full of so many mood stabilizers and antipsychotics. Oh, wow. Uh, for a month, I uh, like, I couldn't feel, like, I just didn't feel. Right. Like, I didn't laugh. I stopped eating food, and I was drinking a whole bunch of water, because my mouth was always dry, and mm-hmm. I gained, like, 40 pounds, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't eating, and, yeah, and then I started to lactate, because that was one of the symptoms. Oh, and, man, from your medicine? Yeah, like, I just woke up in a puddle of me, and I just start crying, Oh. and, yeah, like, you should warn somebody about that because, like, yeah. it, I think it's called like Respiterone or Respiterol, and they gave me a shot called in Vegas a Senna, which was like eighty percent of that, and then gave me that in pill form, and then like a high amount of lithium. Oh, but, yeah. I was basically just sitting there looking at the wall, and like my friends would try and put on like stand-up comedy for me to watch. Uh-huh. And I'm just like staring at it, like listening, and I'm like. Like, I couldn't focus on it or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just, like, straight up, like, I have patches of my memory from that. 
Oh, and yes. like I started forgetting things, but um, and like they were really strict, like at the place, uh-huh. the guidance center. Oh man, yeah, all that medication's bad, like that after a while, especially if it does some of those stuff to you. So, um, you at that point you were living. You there again? Hello? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hear you fine now. Um, so, okay. so you, you went from flagship to Phoenix, correct? Uh, flagstaff to Tucson for a little bit, then back to flagstaff for like a couple months. Uh huh. And, um, after like the meds and stuff got sorted out, I moved to Phoenix. Mm hmm. And then I was in Phoenix for about five, six years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to move to Austin. Because, like, a couple people started mentioning it to me, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, no. three people were like, maybe you should go to L.A. or something. And this was, like, before Austin started to become, like, the scene it is now. Right. And then, like, a couple of comics who I look up to in the Arizona scene, like, one of, like, Two of them were talking, and one of them turned and looked. It's like, Celia, you should move to Austin. And I'm all like, uh, they probably wouldn't like me either. And he's like, people like you. He's like, don't be weird. I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, I was hearing a lot of good things about Austin and how like everybody wanted to laugh, and there was like comedy clubs everywhere. And like, I love the Arizona scene. I really do. And I grew up there. I wrote a lot of my jokes there. But, um, it's hard to do dark comedy and get booked at clubs in Arizona. Oh, I can imagine. uh, (sighs) Yeah. I've been told I'm unmarketable. They can't risk me walking the headliners audience. Not everybody appreciates that type of humor. I'm a talented joke writer. There's no reason I shouldn't learn how to work clean if I want to work. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of, this is what's wrong with you. It's like we like you, but uh we're we'd never book you. <laughs> or like if they'd call me for roast battles only or um what's it called? Uh comedy competitions. Mm. Which is essentially like Yeah. And I don't really like comedy contests. Like I'll do it because like money's involved. Right. And like also like it would be like sixty white guys just signed up. And I'm like, okay, representation matters. So I <laughs> sign up. It's like okay. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing a lot of positive things about Austin because I, I'm seeing New York comics go over there now. So Yeah, like people have been popping up. Yeah, people been and it just seems more freer, uh with all the stuff going on. So, and I've, I've, I've interviewed a lot of comedians from LA that love going to Texas. And now I'm noticing New York comics are heading over there. So it's, uh, it's, it's getting very popular. And my, my daughter actually lives out there with my oldest daughter. She, hey, she goes, cool. she goes to UT. So growing up, you always loved, uh, George Lopez. And then you saw your father, like British. Did you have any particular female comics that you looked up to? Lisa Landry, some more. And, uh, shit, Lisa Lampanelli. Um, what else did I like? 
Did I say Wanda Sykes already? <laughs> oh, you you liked Wanda Sykes, you said? I did. Um, yeah, I liked her a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was weird because, like, I, every time I'd find, like, one that I thought was funny, like, I'd run and grab my mom. I'm like, mom, mom, mom. <laughs> oh, and I loved Roseanne, of course. But uh, that- I didn't see her, like, stand up until, like, I was a teenager because I was just watching her show, like, her sitcom. Right. And yeah. I have been rewatching the sitcom. I, like, bought Peacock and I'm all, it's like nine ninety nine. Okay. <laughs> so I've now, been like, Whoa. Now you're going to be opening up for Roseanne, correct? Yeah. Now, how did that feel when um, that little part of Kill Tony, when everybody was, uh, everybody, Redman, uh, Tony, and Roseanne all offered you something? How was that feeling? Because everybody was watching. You had uh, us in tears. It, you had everybody in tears at that sick part. Yeah, I, I know. And everybody's been messaging me. Like, I've been getting <laughs> message requests nonstop. It's like, I cried. It's like, I cried. It's like me and my wife cried. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> and, uh, like, I cried too. And then, like, my friends, like, true to their form, like, I, they watch the episode. It's all like, oh, my God, Celia, we're so happy for you. But my best friend is like, See, cried like a little bitch. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. He's like, pussy. <laughs> and I just started <laughs> laughing. But like, my closest friends just said it's all like, so, it's like, look who has feelings. It's all like, <laughs> you know what? You guys can get fucking yourself. Oh, everybody um, was like, look who has feelings when you did that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, everybody was like super happy for me, but they like giving shit. It's all like, haha, you cried in front of a whole bunch of people. And I'm like, you guys are dicks. Um, <laughs> but it was a beautiful moment because, and it was very well deserved. And um, I've never seen love, like, I've never seen the loved I've seen, like, all over Reddit. People are praising you. Um, people are stealing your videos all over YouTube. I had to hunt you down and stalk you for this interview. <laughs> I had to, ca- I canceled another comedian for you. <laughs> Literally, uh-huh. I did. Yeah, um, because we all, you know, we believe in you and we want, I want to, I want to see you do well. And you're representing all us Latinas that, you know, for years we've been told we can't do certain things. And here you are doing, you know what I'm saying? Proving to the world um, that you're you're doing an amazing job. We just, we got to keep on seeing you perform. Um, So tell us like, uh, how, how have you been processing this? this little bit of fame coming or I should say big fame coming right now. How is it? Are you processing it or you just taking one day at a time? Nothing's changed. It's weird. Um, A lot has changed and like some things haven't. Mm -hmm. I can't leave my house and walk from one mic to another without somebody stopping me and saying, yo, kill Tony or fat bitch from kill Tony. Sell ya refrigerator we love you like people just screaming shit and we're like they'll be like i'll be walking with my headphones and then somebody will like tap me on the shoulder and it's like i don't have any change man and i'm so sorry and then like it's like oh no i just wanted to say good job on kill tony i'm like oh thank you <laughs> and then because like i'm used to being stopped by the homeless people but yeah. like not by like other people and like one guy, like, he was across the street, and he was, like, walking, and he was clearly drunk. He was like, it's her! And then his other 
friend who's like, it is her. And they come up and like, he just, he's like, look, I want you to know I've been watching Kill Tony for like eight, for like six years or I forget how long he said. And he's all like, I, when I saw your episode, I cried. I showed it to my friend. He cried. It's all like, showed it to our roommates. They cried. And like, he started, like, while you were saying that, like, he started crying again. So I started crying. And like, it did not help that I just taken a cat. Yeah. You had just took an acid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Like, my friend was like, want a tab? And I'm all like, this. Oh, man. Hold on. I don't want to lose you again because this interview is getting really good. Are you there? Celia, are you there? I hope we don't lose her. Well. Here she comes Are back you? on. Yes, yes, yes. I'm okay. here. Good, good. I'm here. Okay. We we need to make sure you are going to be working and get better internet service. That's for sure. <laughs> I do. Like the internet comes with the building. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you don't even pay you. It just like it's a. It's sort of like an Airbnb where you pay it all one fee. Uh, kind of. They're like dorm style apartments on top oh, of a bar. Okay. And, like, I would go where there's better connection, but, like, we are on top of the bar, so I need to have my headphones in, too. Otherwise, you're just going to hear the bass music, like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, okay. Because you're right there. Um, You live right by downtown there in Austin, right? Like, Mothership is, like, a four-minute walk for me. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. Very nice. And how are all those new clubs over there um, in Austin? Because I'm hearing... they're all really cool. Like they're all different. Um, I haven't spent too much time in Mothership. Like I went to go watch one show with my friend because he was four, and he's like, "So I got tickets to Kill Tony, or not Kill Tony? Um, Joe Rogan and Friends." It's like, but I can't afford the drink minimum, and I'm <laughs> like, I really don't want to go watch a comedy show right now and pay twelve dollars for a beer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Please," and I'm like, "All right, let me get dressed." So, like, I get dressed and we go down and, like, I don't know, I get fidgety. Like, mm-hmm. I do love watching comedy, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't like sitting in comedy club audiences most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it depends. But, like, I was also really tired that day, so, like, I went, I, like, bought him the two drinks and I bought two drinks for me, closed out, and I'm like, I'm gonna leave. And then I left early. Um, it was cool. I'm sad because Tony ended up doing a set that night and I wanted to watch it. And Jim Gaffigan went up. And yeah, everybody who went up was really good. That's cool. Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, has any of your family seen you or anything, um, perform lately? Any old friends see that video that went viral? Uh, my next door neighbors saw it. Some of my old coworkers from McDonald's saw it. My siblings did see it because I sent it to them. Mm-hmm. And like I sent it to my sister and like she's gotten better. Like my family didn't support this comedy thing at all when I first started. Mm-hmm. Like one of them, it's all like, all right, well, it's like we're not going to your funeral when you die in Phoenix because you got mugged by somebody. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. And um, 
that yeah my sister like she started supporting she likes watching and she's like you're actually funny and and uh my brother's excuse because i'd always invite them to my comedy shows my brother's like dude i know you're funny i don't have to pay to see it (laughs) and i'm like okay and like i told them sometimes like it would be nice if you were there yeah and i didn't think they were gonna come to celebrity theater for when i'm doing opening for tony Tony Uh uh-huh yeah for tony hinchcliffe um but I told them, like, about Roseanne and Tony and Cliff, and they're all like, oh, and they're super excited it's Roseanne because they're hardcore Republican. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was funny. When I told them I was moving to Austin, both of them didn't say, we'll miss you or anything. They just said, that's a very liberal city. Oh, yeah. Like, that's all they had to say. That's all and they I'm had like, to say? Oh, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not good with affection. Um <laughs> I am. I'm a teddy bear. Um, just now, uh, I wish they had along better too. But I didn't think they would come, and I invited them. Right. And like, my sister saw it, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so proud of you!" And then, like, the episodes are three weeks behind, so like, the episode dropped on Monday, but this actually happened like three, four weeks ago. Oh wow! So you had three weeks that that happened. Okay. Yeah, and I got like a couple good jobs. I got mm-hmm. taken to a strip club by one of the audience members, which is actually oh, wow. really fun. You yeah. did? I used to be a stripper for many, many years. I always tell everybody, and that's kind of why I like comedy because I was always stuck listening to music nonstop. So, um, I, I like on my day off from working from the club, I used to like to go to comedy shows. I could, I, you could offer me a concert ticket to like Jay-Z. I would never go or Beyonce. I would never go, but com any, <coughs> any type of a comedy. I love going, you know, like, or comedy clubs. And um, my favorite club in LA is the comedy store. When I lived in LA, I used to go there. So, uh mm-hmm. So I went from being a stripper to an IG thought to being a podcast host. And here I am today. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. So I was always on the stage once, but I wasn't talking, but I love uh, comedy. Yeah. So somebody took you to a um, a strip club? Yeah. And we took my friend who's very awkward. Mm-hmm. And uh, like he's sitting there, he's on like, what do I do? And I handed him some ones, and I'm like, you show her some respect. He's like, how? And I'm like, put it in a bra. He's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, either <laughs> like, like make it rain. Like, mm-hmm. so like, be nice. But like, I always like, I'm like, I call the girls, and like, I'm sitting there trying to figure out like how long you for each girl, and I'm like, okay, she's gonna get five. She's gonna get five. She's gonna get five. Like, I wish I had more. I like throwing money at people. It's fun. That's good. Showing respect uh, to strippers. (laughs) I like strippers. Um, And then, like, two of my friends in Phoenix who are female comics, they're strippers and comics, too. Mm -hmm. Like, one's a belly dancer and a... I think she does stripping, too. But uh, Lola is a stripper and, like, I'd been to strip club until like two weeks before I moved to Austin because I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never been. And I went and it was a lot of fun, but like it was supposed to be me, my best friend, David Kays, and another comic named Ray Earl, who is a mm-hmm. big gay black man. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, Kays, will you go to a strip club with me? He's like, I don't have strip club money. And I'm like, I'll pay for it. And then um, 
Ray was all like, you know what? I could see some pussy. And Herman like, <laughs> looked. It's all like, we absolutely want to go with you because he is a delight to be around. So, like, we all talk about it. And, like, another comment comes up. It's like, can can I come? It's like, sure. And then, like, another comic asks. But, like, it was, like, 15 comics who rolled up into the strip club. <laughs> and one of them is my friend Aldo, who's, like, a little 19-year-old. Or not a 19-year-old. Oh. Uh, he's, wait, yeah, he's 19. So we went to Alaskan Bush Company because there's a 18 and upside and a 21 and upside. Oh, okay. That's in um, Arizona because I thought that was Alaska yeah. strip. Oh, okay. Because there's a Alaskan Bush Company. There was a club in Alaska called that, so it must be the same owners or something. Maybe like they have that. a chain. Yeah, also probably thought- a chain. Yeah, most likely a chain. Because I know. Uh, did I lose you again, Celia? Hello, you there? I keep on losing you. Are you there? You there? You there? You there? Let's see if she comes on again. There. We, okay. Good. You're back. You're back. I think it just got frozen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, you were frozen, and I'm like, oh no. Um. But yeah. Most one taking a hold because he's 19 and he's like been with like two girls, so he's all like, I get to see another woman's vagina. He's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And then we all give him money. And, like, his jaw was on the floor, and he's just like. <laughs> and he has an underbite, so it was, like, more apparent. He just looked like a cartoon character, like that wolf, when, like, the girl walks out from the burlesque, and he's all like, woo, and it starts hitting on his head on a hammer and, like, howling. Yeah, that's what Aldo looked like. So what's the story of how you lost your virginity? Okay, um, so I had a bet with my sister. Uh-huh. That I couldn't be a virgin until I was 21 because uh-huh. I walked in on her blowing some guy when I was a kid. Oh. And I'm like, ha ha, you were having sex. You're gross. And she's all like, shut up. You're just going to grow up to be a puta like me. And I'm like, you want to bet? So, like, I didn't have sex till I was 21. Uh-huh. And then, like, I decided to, like, try masturbating first. And, like, that was, like, three weeks of struggle. I couldn't figure it out. Uh-huh. And I'm like, do I three do this? weeks? Do of, I... What do you mean? Three weeks of struggle? How did you not figure out how to? <laughs> like, I tried it and it felt good, but uh-huh. like, I like didn't know how to. Well, like, I couldn't orgasm, mm. and like, I didn't know. Like, yeah, it it was weird, mm-hmm. but like, I kept trying and trying, and finally, like, after like, it'd be like me trying for 45 minutes, and I'm like, I have to work tomorrow. I'll try again next time. <laughs> And like one day, and I'm all like, I started to feel something, and I'm like, and my like hand was getting tired. I'm like, fuck it, and I tapped in my left hand, and it finally happened. I'm like, that's why people like this. And then, uh, like my next class, like if this is great with one person, it's probably way better than with two people. I was wrong. <laughs> well, it can be. Um, but yeah, I decided it's like, all right, so like, I just want to lose my virginity. It's like, and like, I don't, I'm not a relationship person. I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, that's a, money, yeah. that's a move that will save you a lot of money in the long run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do love one night stands like so much. <laughs> like, 
if I like, I do low-key want to make a lot of money just so I can have poker money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like save myself some time. It's like, I don't want to listen to your problems. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I ended up going up to one of my employees who I thought was cute and asked him out on a date. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was just going to, like, I didn't want to tell him at work because that's sexual harassment. Yeah. Um, this so was at McDonald's, a, right? This was Taco Bell, actually. Oh, okay. Taco Bell. Okay. I worked at Taco Bell first. My first job was, like, when I was 14 at Burger King. Uh-huh. And then, like, I've just worked a lot. Um, but, yeah, we go to this place called Crystal Creek sandwich company and like we sit down and like where he's like so why did you ask me out are you looking for a relationship he's all like are you just really awkward at making friends and I'm like I think you're attractive and I'd like to have sex with you and he like looked at me for a sec and then just proceeded to laugh for the next 20 minutes and like he was just laughing and I'm just sitting there like eating my sandwich and I'm like Uh so is that a no and he's like I'm not opposed to the idea and I'm like, okay. So we talked about it, and then we went back to his house, watched The Fugitive, and did it. Mm. But, like, yeah. <laughs> My brother got mad, too. Because he's all like, did you... It's all like, what happened with that guy you went out on a date with? And I'm like, I'm not a virgin anymore. Pound it. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother turned to his wife. He's like, what the fuck did you tell her? He's like, I don't know why my family doesn't want me to get laid. I'm yeah. happy when they have sex. Yeah. Like, I'm cheering for my brother and my sister. It's all like, yeah, have fun. I do it. It's all like, you can't have sex. You're the baby. Oh, because like, you're the sure. baby. You're the baby. I'm one of the babies. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm the baby out of my mom's kids. I have a, so this is weird. I have five step siblings from my mom's first marriage. Uh huh. It would be half, was, half. It would be her kids, her kids, right? But what a different. Not family. her kids. It was uh, this dude's kids because when she was seventeen, oh, okay, she married a widower with five children. Damn. Yeah, because that's a smart thing to do. And then they had my sister Sarah. They broke up. My mom had another husband who got hit by a truck. Um, then she met my dad, then they had me and my brother, and after I was born, Rick had another daughter, Lisa, so my sister's dad Mm. had a daughter, Lisa, and, um, yeah, so there's a lot of us, and we all, like, we call each other brother and sister, but, Mm -hmm. like, some of them, it's all like, you're not my blood, you're not my blood. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, and then they'll like come up. It's like, oh, this is my sister Sally. It's like, I thought you said we weren't blood. And it's all like, you know what? I was just joking with you. And if you can't take a joke, Miss Sensitive, like, my family are, are assholes. Like, I love <laughs> them, but like, a lot of them are pretty shitty. So, this is where you get your humor, the dark humor from. Yeah. From your family. Yeah. I um, um, think that is part, like, I think because, like, fucked up shit makes them laugh, but, uh-huh. like, in a ha-ha, I like watching other people struggle. <laughs> kind of way. Like, they like mean. So it's all like, I can be mean. Maybe they'll like me if I'm mean. And, uh, it's worked with various degrees of success. Like, my brother, sister, and my brother David, like, I know they love me. The rest of them, it really just depends on their mood. 
Right, right. So now what is your plans for the future with comedy? What do you have in store for us? We know you're going to be touring with Rosanna and also you're going to be opening up for Tony um, Henchcliffe when you go to Arizona. What other plans or things do you have that you would like to pursue or what can we possibly see else happen for you? Um, I really want to like work on more material and I like, I want to see different states because I've only been to five places, five states in Mexico. Mm -hmm. I am excited because I'm going to go to New York to do my friend show. Mm. What show is that? I'm in New York. Um, There's a festival going on, I guess, during that time, but it's on November 5th and it's called Comedy Hangman. Yes. Oh, we're, um, you'll have to email me that so I can attend and I could fully meet you in person. Okay. I'm if, I, if I don't have to chase you down, like I did for this interview. <laughs> All right. So like, what, did you just type my name in and like a whole bunch of people popped up or? No, 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 no. Uh, I just say, cause it was, I wanted you so badly on this episode and um, you, you're going to, when you come, before you come to New York, let me know what show you're going to be in so I can attend because I would like to see you live perform. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're going to New York and what else are you up to? I do get to go back to Phoenix again, no, December 15th. Mm-hmm. I'm doing another friend show for uh, Phoenix Center of the Arts. And like, she like, I guess, like, I didn't know it was an option, but they're flying me out there, too, and paying for it. Wow. And I'm like, okay. Now, that, who's like, that for? In December, you um, said? Yeah, December 15th. It's going to be Celebrity Theater. Okay, Tony Hinchcliffe, right? Um, That's November 18th. Oh, that's November 18th. Okay. Oh, sorry, November 18th, Celebrity Theater, and then Phoenix Center for the Arts, December 15th. I did say that wrong, backwards. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, but like I do have a lot of people, oh, and then I'm doing a show in San Antonio. Like people just keep like asking me to be on shows now. You gotta two. get on top of it. I ended up doing two shows yesterday. I only had one, and it's like you want to do two. And then I was asked to do a show on Thursday at Creek in the Cave. I did that one, and like a guy from the next show dropped out. It's like you want to do the next show too. And I'm like, yeah. So I did. So, like, I've just been, like, waking up. It's like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? Hey, do you want to do the show? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then, like, oh, that's the other thing. Like, when I woke up on Tuesday, like, I had 20 message requests. Wow. Like, from people, like, just telling me good job that they cried and everything. I'm like, that's so sweet. And I'm like, all right. I answered all 20 because I figured it would just be 20. Right, right. And then, like, a minute later, it said I had 20 more message requests. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I answered those. And then, like, after, like, an hour or two of me doing this, because I was just sitting there, and I was, like, just being polite, and I didn't really notice the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just thankful that everybody was, like, being so nice. But, like, then I looked, and it just, like, kept happening. And, like, at that point, I'm like, well, it's a dick move to say thank you to all these people and not these people. Yeah. So, like, I've just been periodically, like, it slowed down. Now it's down to, like, 20 a day versus, like, 20 a hundred like every hour wow it was like a message to a lot of people wow that's good you're getting that's good you're getting back with fans because you need your fans to like follow where you go to so that way when you're touring when you're traveling different states you're selling tickets and you're making money so um Um, it has been helpful because like um 
like I'm writing down the like people. It's like, hey, I'm in Dallas. When are you coming to Dallas? Or people, it's like, I live in Chicago. When are you coming to Chicago? So like figuring out like how many people like if I actually do go to these places would be like, yeah, I'm gonna go watch her. Yeah. So I have been kind of keeping track of that, and then people are offering me free stuff. Like guy in Nashville says, I get a tattoo if I go there. Uh huh. And I'm like, okay. And then another, like, two tattoo artists offered me a free <laughs> tattoo. And there's this one lady who's sending me clothes because we're the same size. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I need to clear my closet out. And I'm like, that's good because I don't know how to shop. <laughs> uh, I don't like anything cute I own. It's because somebody else bought it for me or took me shopping. Mm-hmm. Oh, I understand. I understand. Well, that's great. You're getting all sorts of love. Everybody loves you everywhere. Um, can you tell my audience where they can find you? Let them know where they can find you. Like all your um, social yeah. medias. I'm on Facebook, just my name, Celia Contreras. Um, and then on Instagram, like it's weird, but it's like Celia underscore A underscore and then Graham, like G-R-A-M. So it's Celia Graham. And, um, yeah, so I'm on those two. I uh, have a Twitter I need to start using, but I have yep, to go. You got to start. That. You got to. You got to start using that Twitter. Yeah, everybody was talking about Twitter, and I'm like, I've like saw some of the things on it, and I'm like, uh, I'm good with Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I do need to do that. Uh, oh, people I, are I'm tagging you. They're they're tagging you like crazy. I see on uh, Facebook. Yeah, like nonstop. Mm-hmm. And like every couple of days, my friends will like drop it. It's like Celia. Like all my Phoenix friends are so proud of me. Um, I do think, yeah, like they are proud and they're all like, "Fuck yeah!" And then like a couple of them are like, "Told you." It's all like, "Yeah, yes, yes, you did." It's like I told you you'd go to Austin and blow up. I'm like, I know. It's like, I told you that you were talented. It's like, I know. It's all like, you owe me a beer. And I'm like, I know. It's like, okay. Because, <laughs> like, no, like, because uh, I do, like, some contests, and I'm like, I'm not going to win this shit. And then I win, and everybody's like, oh, it's like, ignore Sally. She does this every time. She has low self-esteem. She thinks she's not going to win, and she goes and kicks everybody's ass, and then she's still surprised. And I'm like, okay. Well, this kid Mason, who comes up to me like the Godfather, and he's like, "You don't ever doubt me again when I tell you you do something." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, this is really intense energy from a 21 year old." What sign are you? When's your birthday? Uh, I'm a Libra, and my birthday is September 27th. Oh, okay. So you've got a birthday this month coming up. Good. Okay. Yeah, the day before I go out to Skank Fest. Yeah. I'm oh, and you're gonna you're gonna be going to Skank Fest. Yeah, but I'm just going to go there to do acid and watch my friends perform. <laughs> like, I'm not well, they're gonna, they're going to want you to perform. I think they're <laughs> going to want you to perform. Well, I just want to thank you so much for coming on my show. I so much appreciate it. Um, even though I had to hunt you down. <laughs> like, I've never <laughs> had to hunt down a comedian before. <laughs> um I so much appreciate it. My name is Marcella Lonzo. Uh, everybody can follow me on my YouTube is Marcella Sobella. My Facebook is Marcella Sobella. And my Instagram is Marcella Sobella. Thank you again so much, Celia, for coming on. 
Sunday fun day. Thank you. It was fun.